In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This weekend, as we enter into the first weekend of Lent, our gospel, being a short one, has us focusing on our Lord being in the desert for 40 days. And that's why Lent is 40 days long, in imitation of our Lord. Our Lord fasted for all 40 days, so we in turn observe some form of fasting, maybe not to the same degree by any means as our Lord Jesus did while he was in the desert. But still, we observe some form of fasting, prayer and almsgiving during these days of Lent. While not focusing really so much on the gospel for my sermon for this weekend, I wanted to focus on something that we build up to at the end of Lent instead, which is us focusing on, truly, the crucifix building up to Good Friday, in which we remember most prominently on that day the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you think of Lent, you know, it builds up, it's a constant crescendo up to that very moment of salvation history in which our Lord dies on the cross. Now, for us Catholics, we're quite famous for having a crucifix just all around because we know what it points towards. It points towards Easter, it points towards Resurrection Day, it points towards the resurrection of our Lord on Easter Sunday. But when you think about it, I mean, for you yourself personally, with what I'm about to say, with the crucifixes you may have in your home, how often or not do you ever gaze upon it? It's hanging on the wall more than likely, or else maybe on a stand on a table somewhere, but nonetheless, how often do you just truly gaze at the crucifix. I mean, this is the whole climax of salvation history, the death of our Lord on the cross, because we know what happens soon afterwards with his resurrection from the dead. But nonetheless, how frequent or not does one truly gaze on the crucifix and thinking of what our Lord has done for us? So truly, this Lent, I want to present to you all with a homework assignment. It's a very simple one. But to have your crucifix, and if it's on the wall already or on a stand on a table, to maybe move it, maybe, if you need to, if you need to, to move it so that it's not in the same spot, because, you know, when we have something in the same spot forever in the house, we just kind of walk past it, we don't give it a second thought. Well, move the crucifix, if that's what's happening for you. Move it so it's in a different spot, so you can truly gaze at it every now and then throughout Lent. And when I say gaze on it, I don't mean for a long extended period of time. You can, of course, you can. But what I'm emphasizing is something like anywhere from one to five minutes. One to five minutes to gaze upon the crucifix and to really contemplate from time to time as you do what our Lord Jesus Christ did out of love for you. Building up as it is with the crescendo of his passion, as we recall in the stations of the cross that are surround our church, building up to when he's actually nailed to that cross and the pain that he was in, all of that out of love for us. As we probably know already, our crucifixes in the United States, they're really tame. They're very tame because our Lord, for the most part, looks pretty clean right there, the corpus of his body looks pretty clean. But in real life, when this, went ha when this happened, it was anything but that. He was lacerated, open wounds all over the place from his scourging at the pillar. So I mean, he, he looked a true, a horrific mess. He honestly did not look like anything you want to gaze upon. 
And we don't have that in our churches for obvious reasons. We don't want to scare everyone away. There's that. But that, this is the image of what our Lord actually endured. Wounds all over the place. More blood than, than clean skin, by all means. And just thinking of what he did, meaning if you want to even start from the big picture of his wounds all over the place, and from saints' revelations, what was his most harmful, most painful wound that he had? It was actually his shoulder where he carried the cross. It was actually his shoulder that was the most painful wound that he had. But if you were just to gaze on the crucifix, kind of start from the bottom going up, thinking of just his feet, the nails being driven through both feet for the sole purpose that they would hold up the majority of your weight, our Lord's weight, as he was hanging on the cross. Again, out of love for you. Going up to his knees, going up to his waist, going up to his pierced side, as that was pierced by the lance by the Roman soldier. Even thinking of the crown of thorns, even before he started carrying the cross. Then pierced into his skull. And even to think of when he was hanging on the cross, how much, think of like laying on a couch, we want to lean back. Every time our Lord leaned back, he was pressing those thorns into his head even more. So again, the nails on the hands, similar to the feet, but not by as much weight, but still, there is weight there. Imagine having nails just driven through your arms, through your hands, and that's where you're supporting yourself. All that weight, all that pain, all that suffering, this is what we build up to with Lent. This is what we meditate on, on Good Friday most in particular. But to think and remember from time to time that he did this out of love for you so that your sins can be forgiven, all of our sins, so that, indeed, the hope of making it to heaven can be ours. So with this Lent, find your crucifixes in your home. Gaze on them from time to time. Maybe buy a new one altogether, but truly, gaze upon a crucifix. And don't let Good Friday just kind of slip by but rather let it be a day that you really look forward to in the sense of saying, man, this is the day, the day that my God said I was worth it to die on that cross. We know what happens with Sunday, Easter Sunday itself. It's the joy of the resurrection. We all look forward to that, but we can't skip over the crucifixion because that's not what our Lord Jesus did. Jesus himself said, this is the perfect way for me to not only show my love for mankind, for all of us, but this is the perfect way to save mankind. And so, let's gaze upon that beauty, because that's what it is. As much as it's a horrific scene, for us it's beauty because it's salvation, our salvation. Gaze upon that. It's beauty, it's the amazing perfection of love itself when we gaze upon a crucifix and especially if we take a few moments to meditate on it from time to time. And there's no better time than to do it now during the season of Lent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.